Well, hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT podcast and the Go Live Stand, another great collaboration episode, and I'm a grateful and thankful to be a part of. Um, here with me, Torres Finney, my co-host Tyler Layfield, a part of the Go Live Stand, Jackson Cardell, and Kobe Bean. So, how are y'all doing today? Good, good, brother. Got a great, great week of football ahead. I love it. Yes, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, yes, this this uh, conference week, championship week, you know, we were talking a little bit before the show. Uh, Kobe made a good point, man. This is probably one of the years that the entire – almost every championship game matters. There have been a few times yeah. when some of the championship games didn't matter. You know, like, look, what was it? Last year, nobody cared about what the ACC championship was doing. Nobody cared about what the – what was it? Big 12 championship was doing. Because none of that stuff really mattered. You know, now – well, actually, yes, it was TCU. I forgot about that. Yeah, but right. there was some other stuff. I think it was Pac – was it Pac-10? Yeah, it was Pac-10. That's right. So you have your view that sometimes the championships don't matter regardless of what what's going on. But this year, every single one matters, and I'm excited. So uh, we got to get to it, y'all. Let's go. All right. So what was it we decided on starting off with first? Was it the – We, we got to discuss these college football playoff rankings. College football I mean, playoff rankings. Swing it to us, to Kobe. Look, we all got different takes on this. But when – like, I don't know if they think playoff expansion is going to – help anything but when are they going to start holding some teams to the same standard as other teams i mean texas loses to oklahoma earlier in the year the very next rankings i think that was still the ap the playoff hadn't come out yet but either way texas is still ranked ahead of oklahoma oregon loses to washington i don't think they made it out of what the top seven top six if that ohio state loses to michigan michigan looked to be in control of the game the entire time that's three years in a row ohio state are the what they're at number five now six six when but yet bama has been at number 11 10 9 8 for the last eight eleven weeks it feels like the last three four weeks that's what i'm saying like we were ranked at number 11 took us a couple weeks to get number 10 now we're number eight Mm -hmm. When are we going to start holding every team to the same standard to the point where one loss can knock you back and you got to keep playing catch up? Well, um, I'll, I'll answer it first. Um, so I know a lot of people get on the committee a lot, and I'm probably going to be one to sort throw them out, out there. Um, I don't agree with the committee in a lot of cases. But one thing the committee has done is they stay consistent amongst the criteria. Um, I know a lot of people be like, well, what about this? And what about that? Because sometimes right. elaborate on the criteria first. What's the criteria? All right. Then I, it's funny you say that because I actually took a screenshot of the criteria. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, it's funny you say that. Selection committee will select the teams using a process that distinguishes among otherwise comparable teams by considering option one conference championships. We haven't gotten to that yet. All right. Yeah. Option two strength of schedule. You bring that up a lot. Option three, head-to-head matchup. Okay. Four, comparative outcomes of common opponents. Other relative factors, unavailability of key players, coaches that may affect team performances, and other postseason performances, which we haven't got to as well as, yet to, as well. All right? So we understand how the committee does things. All right? Also, okay. we understand what is considered a rank win. All right, I know you brought up Oregon. I know you brought up Florida State. Um, obviously, Ohio State losing. I know a lot of times people be like, okay, who who is Oregon rank wins? They keep saying, Oregon only got one rank win. All they beat is Oregon State. Not exactly. Oregon has beat Utah. Oregon has beat Oregon State. And Oregon has also beat Colorado. 
Now, yes, looking at it now, I bet if you're talking about a Colorado team that's four and eight, ain't got a chance, they ain't doing nothing. Yes, I'm talking about that Colorado team because at the time when they were ranked, granted, it's not off. We didn't rank them. I mean, it went, hey, everybody was pumping them up. They beat a ranked TCU team on the road. They were hot at the time. They were four and oh. They went to Oregon. Oregon demolished. There was legitimate talk about them maybe pulling off that win, too. Exactly. So it's like that's at a that ranked time. win at the time. That's okay. what Midian State could like you might like you might be hot at a time. You understand how low high and lows go throughout a season. You might be on a right. crazy win streak at that part of the season. And then if that team is the one that knocks you off, and then you so-called go on like a losing streak or what, it's not necessarily that team fault that you're gonna lose those other games. Because let's just say if Colorado were to beat Oregon. Who was to say their momentum would continue to keep rising? You know, okay. so you have to look at it in that aspect. And the committee, I think they have been on point so far dealing with rankings. I mean, and did you mention USC as well on that list of ranked? I don't know. Uh, USC was not ranked. They at weren't the time ranked at that before. time. Okay, yeah. Uh, I, say, I, I know so. for a while they, they were. Yeah, they wasn't ranked at that time yet. Okay, sorry, okay. y'all. Well, Jackson, what's your take? You're uh, you have no dog in this fight coming up this coming weekend. What sure. is your take? Well, I mean, I'll disagree with the criteria thing because I think they evaluate Oregon differently. And I say this as somebody, I think they're arguably the second best team in the country behind only Georgia. Like they, they would be their favorite. They would be on a neutral field favorite over, I think probably anybody, but I, I do get the complaint, but I'll also say this. When you look at like, say Alabama's full body of work, like you, even if you say, just excuse last week as a rivalry, it's at Auburn. Alabama never plays well at Auburn. You can't forget the South Florida thing like that. I know it was different because Jalen Milrow went play, but that it's it's there. Like they played the game. Yeah. They they well. How much did y'all beat Arkansas by? What two three? Like mm, I think it's just it I think because it was twenty four twenty one. Yep. Oregon outgained Washington by like 200 yards. And if it weren't for the fourth down decisions, they yeah. probably win that game on the road. And, and it came down to like the last second too. Yeah. Second They've road. demolished everybody they played. Like, I mean, they were up like 45 to nothing against Stanford. Like, and I know some of these teams are not great, but they have just ruined everybody they've mm-hmm. played. Destroy Utah on the road. Yeah. And Utah is a very, very hard place to win. Like they don't lose home games ever. To Can't discredit it. Um, Texas has played close games. Some of them were when Ewers was hurt, but really up until they beat down Texas Tech on, on Black Friday, they they weren't really all that, you know, Im- impressive. Like, you know, they uh, – I think it was BYU or – It was a one-score game against Houston, one score in overtime against Kansas State, three-point win against TCU, and only a ten-point win mm-hmm. against Iowa State. TCU and Houston are bad. Like, Houston's a terrible football team. So I read their coach. Yeah, exactly. Like, and TCU, like, their their defense is just horrific. Like, I mean, they scored forty five points and lost by like three scores to Oklahoma. So I I'll at least say from from that perspective, I think it's just Oregon has been dominant all year. Their their one loss is a close loss on the road to an undefeated team who is pretty good. While Alabama and Texas have kind of played with their food in some games. Like, I'll that's where and, I think, and that's great. But I'm I'm gonna go ahead and pull the Alabama card here. You beat Tennessee, a ranked Tennessee, by two scores. You beat a ranked LSU by two scores. You have these wins. Bama has the resume. They have played catch-up, and they've done everything you've asked them to do after losing to Texas. They've done it. They've won. It's that simple. Auburn, 
I'll give you that. It's a rivalry. Everybody knows how Alabama going into Jordan Hare. It can create chaos all over yeah. the place. But Any up year. to that point, Bama has looked to improve. And if the eye test was a part of the criteria, I think Bama should be in that conversation. I'm not going to sit here and say they're undeniably better than an Oregon or an Ohio State or even a Texas right now. But I still think they should be in that conversation if we're talking about eye test, resume, a bunch of the criteria that Torres said. The only thing I see holding back Bama at this point is really just that head-to-head to Texas. Where would you rank them? If you had to rank them right now, where would you like Alabama to be at? I personally think, I think out of the one-loss teams right now, I would have Ohio State, Texas, Bama, then Oregon. Okay, so your your big fault is just Oregon being ahead. Oregon, okay. Oregon is the sore thumb right now simply because I don't think they're being held to the same standard mm. as every other one-loss team. That That's my point. No, and I agree with that. Like, because yeah. I, I hear when when the guy that does the committee runs it, whatever. Like, they'll Ooh, talk about whatever. resume wins. Like Texas having a great resume win. Some of those teams up in the top having good resume wins. And then when he gets to Oregon, he brought up like Bo Nix's completion percentage and how well they're yeah. playing on offense. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. Like that's stupid. Like I, I don't. If they're you the, they're the darling this year. Yeah, like they they use the eye test for Oregon, but then when it comes to somebody else, it's resume, and then it's mm-hmm. I don't understand it really. I don't know, man. I feel like Oregon has like done pretty well in like handling their business. I mean, you oh, look I at played. I mean, their only close game out of the last five weeks have been USC, which they won 36-27. I mean, and it wasn't they, that close. Like there was a couple. I, I, games. I, say, I remember that game. I was like, besides that Washington, since that Washington loss, they have handled business without question. And yeah. a some would consider the second best conference. In college football, be Pac-12. Some think it's the number one conference this year. So, like, it depends yeah. on who's in that committee room thinking that. If Oregon is running through all of the Pac-12 and the games are not even close in the so-called best conference in football of this year, how, how are you able to make it? Like, yeah. I, I think I think Oregon is rightfully right where they need to be. Um, I understand it's very it's very hard for us sometimes to look at Alabama and think, oh man, how in the world is Alabama number eight? You know, especially like he said, mm-hmm. Tennessee, they beat LSU, they beat the Ole Miss, all right? They beat these teams, but it depends on where does the committee in their eyes consider to hold these teams accountable. And and like you say, like you look at the rankings, I mean, hey, look what they put. They got freaking Penn State at 10, got LSU at 13, and Tennessee at 21. So obviously they still think highly of those teams. So yeah. Alabama has beaten two teams that are currently ranked. Oregon has only beaten one that is still currently ranked. So I, see the I, mean, I, I do see the growth in Alabama, and I, I and I do understand Kobe's point. But wherever you move up Alabama is where you also have to move up Texas. And see, and, I have no problem with that. I'm not going to argue against the head-to-head, whether it was 11 weeks ago or two weeks ago. Texas deserve if Bama makes the playoff and they beat Georgia, if they beat Georgia, and Texas wins the Big 12, Texas and Bama, I think they're a package deal. you got to put both in there. I really do. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I think that happens. I think that ha- if Bama if it plays out, yeah. if, Bama win, if Bama wins, I think Texas and Bama both make it. Mm. Who would you put out there? What if Florida it's- State wins? You got to put Florida State. In. So that's where you got to have that conversation. Florida State is the most interesting team in the country right now. Now, do you think without Jordan Travis that Florida State is beating any of the top 
Are they beating Washington? Are they beating Georgia? Are they beating Michigan? Are they beating Ohio State right now without Jordan Travis? Uh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think so. Are you really going to keep an undefeated team out? Yeah, that's, that, that's the thing. thing. About to say, I, I that, hey, and that's and that's great. But look what happened when you let the last undefeated fairy tale team win. They get skull drugged by the Bulldogs by 60 freaking. Now, hold on. They weren't they undefeated. Lost. They weren't undefeated. To who? The Kansas State. Remember? They lost in the in the championship game. Okay. This is how, remember, I'm I'm more on my my point is if you want the four best teams, you put in the four best teams. Even if them, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's now, Florida State, Florida State with Jordan Travis, I had them going to the natty in the preseason. preseason. Jackson can Jackson can validate that. Oh, uh, we, we can go back and look at Jordan yeah. Travis. You, yeah. you don't have Jordan Travis right well, the, now. Yeah. But the thing go we run into the, here, the precedent's already been set, though, correct? Yeah. I mean, what was go that? Go back to the playoff. Yes, that one right Florida, there. Florida State was winning games by two points against a 6-6 six and six Miami team, a terrible Louisville team with, with Jameis Winston. And we all knew they weren't one of the four best teams in the country. And well, what this is also a Florida State here? coming off of a national championship. I agree, but we all but, te- but technically, that shouldn't go into consideration if we're yeah, getting right. technical like, here. And, and Florida State, what happened? They lost by, what, 40 points to Oregon? Got, got boat race. Freaking yeah, like, whip throwing the ball by himself without being touched. Go to the James, next James, year. Uh, James Winston slipping on banana peels out there. Michigan State <laughs> beats Iowa 13-9 to in the Big Ten title game and goes to the playoff. We all knew Michigan State was not one of the four best teams. No, it wasn't. And, and we found out that they weren't like – Kobe remembers that God, game. Got skull drug. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, we continue we, – like, Jackson, we, we already know this. We continue to say the four <laughs> best teams, and it I has never once it. been the four best teams. So that's why I throw that out of the equation. I no longer even right. think about yeah. – after, after, like, year three of the yeah. square, I say there's no more four best teams. I don't now, care now let, me, let me ask you all this before we move on to our next segment. Go ahead. Right now, if the playoffs was right now, throw all the criteria out of the window. Who are the four best teams you want to see in the playoff right now? Go Jackson. Jackson, go ahead. That to me, the four best teams, and also would be the the. I don't think any of these games would be blowout. Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Texas. That's so Texas over Ohio State. Yes, I think I would pick Texas. That's interesting. I think I think I might. I think I might would lean Texas over Ohio State as well. That's it's a conversation. I kind of like I kind of like those four. That Bama's right there in that mix, though. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. y'all might y'all might call me crazy. I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen it yet. I've watched a few Michigan games. I don't think Michigan is all that. Look, Michigan would be in the top four. I, don't get me wrong, but I am not sold on them. And the I'm crazy thing is, Florida State get a Michigan first round. You'd be like, well, what the freak? What is this game? You know, like, like this is it'll be awful. You know, I don't think a Michigan Florida State game is all that uppity. You know, so I, right I, now, Michigan versus Washington, who's winning that? Oh God, I'm gonna have to go with Michigan. I go Michigan. I think they control it. They control that game. I'll say this: they'll be favored by like 15 points. If that yeah, bad. they they win that oh, one. Washington. They control. They control the clock it. and they play defense. I, I, I'd take them. I'd take them. I, I was seeing somebody making up hypothetical lines for playoff games. They had Michigan minus fifteen against Washington. Mm. The only I mean, two games where Michigan was favored by more than double digits was against Georgia and Oregon. They're underdogs of Georgia and they're like a field goal favorite over Oregon. Did they have a spread in there for Michigan versus Bama right now? I saw it's like Michigan five six. Like it, it, it was like. 
That's it, it was more than it was maybe more than a touchdown because it kind of yeah, that was a fun game to watch too. Though. That's the thing lie. for me. It's like now, yes, Alabama has struggled a lot throughout the season, um, but I, I still, in my opinion, I do think Alabama is still one of the top four teams. So who would um, you pick? I would have Georgia. I would have uh, number two because uh, I'm not sold on Michigan. Like this is just mine. I know okay, this. Okay, okay. So you would no, no, no. And, and rightfully so. If you look at their schedule, I mean, they're healthy. They cruise through their entire regular season and then the last game of the year when they actually have to step up and play somebody. Yeah, yeah. That's what they I'm saying. No I, I, that game. In my four, I would have Georgia, Oregon, um, Michigan just because. Gotta have them. <laughs> and no 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 um, no I'm saying I'm saying you're four Alabama. best teams. Oh yeah no yeah. not most deserving. No Georgia well it well technically I would take Alabama over Michigan in my honest opinion but it would be Georgia, Oregon, Alabama, Michigan in my opinion. Um, now, yeah, I know that's not the technical rankings, obviously, but it, if I had to say four best teams from what I have watched through this season, um, yeah. I would take Alabama over Michigan. I know a lot of people don't want to necessarily like that, but can we sometimes have to be real? Now, with a Michigan versus a fully healthy Texas team, that would be interesting. What What's the – yeah, what's your case against Texas, Torres? Um, I think – so Texas has struggled a lot throughout the season. Now, yeah. Do I've I had think, those injuries? Yeah. Um, like is, right right. is Worthy fine? By the way, has anybody caught any information on that? I know he got helped off the field. I don't, I'm gonna look at that while you're talking. Go ahead. Right, right now, um, Alabama, in my opinion, would beat Texas, um, regardless where they play at. They can play at the same team twice. Texas. Yes, and they can play on neutral field. I do think Alabama and would you, Texas right now. You can't tell me that Bama is the same team now that they were in week two. Like, no, they're not. No, I, I think everybody. You'd be stupid yeah. to say that. Yeah. No, yeah. but. But because of the fact that they Texas technically did beat them, I still yeah. hold Texas above them regardless. They have the best win in the country. Like that's exactly. no argument. They haven't that. wavered at all. You know, obviously they have a few close games. They lost Oklahoma, who's also ranked, where Oklahoma technically is ranked above Oklahoma. Yeah, Oklahoma's ranked number 12. So according to the committee, if my only loss is to number 12 team in the country, then yeah. it ain't a loss. You know, like we you talk, yeah. you think about it, and they lost. Last second, like it was a close, really yeah. close game. Um, so like, yeah, right now I will have uh Alabama over Texas. I do not, uh, according from what I have watched, I do not think Alabama, uh, I mean, Texas is technically better than Alabama on the field right now. Um, the season has high and lows. You can be bad at the beginning of the season, as we saw Ohio State that year, they lost to Virginia Tech, um, first game of the season, and then obviously they got all the way down to their third string quarterback and went on one national championship. It's not about technically how you started, but obviously, like they say, mm-hmm. it's about how you finish. And I think Alabama is just finishing strong towards the end of the season, where compared to Texas, they necessarily not. So we want to talk about four best teams in that category, in that aspect. Um, I would have to have Alabama in my uh, top four. Um, but overall, you know, that's not how it goes. So what yeah. the ranking is, what the ranking is. Yeah. Well, move, moving on to our next segment, we got to get into these championship yeah, games. Ahead. Now, before yeah. we start and before we give our previews, what conference do you think has the most playoff implica- uh, playoff implications? What conference championship game? Uh, Pac-12, Oregon and Washington. Yeah, that's winning in. Like I, I feel like whoever wins that game is in. I, yeah. I'm 99. It definitely, if it's Washington. Maybe yeah. there's some weird scenario where Oregon gets left out. I don't. I don't know. But I don't think so. You, they're already at number five. There's no way they get left. I, out. I agree. I was just. You gotta go. Yeah, you just. They have the I I thoroughly think it is the SEC championship game because, and this is a big if. If Bama beats Georgia, and we talked about it a little bit before the show, 
can you sit there and tell me that a one loss to a Bama team in the SEC championship, do you think Georgia is just completely knocked out of that playoff conversation with one loss? It's crazy. It's crazy. But, yeah, when you've been ranked number one the whole season, the entire season. Well, there was one week. You've been top two. How many top yeah. two teams for the because even in the BCS era, if you were it top was, two, it was you were taking it in. So it was, like, yeah. you know, like if you're top two for the entire season, that is yep. so hard to make a case that you drop for one all the way the out. Five. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, the case is there. I mean, look. It's the writing's on the wall. You got to win to get in. Everybody got to win yeah, to get in. It's yeah, not well, Michigan. Michigan got to win to get in. But everybody else got to win. By the time that game's over, we'll have a decent idea because, like, Georgia's – the only way that happens is if you have undefeated Michigan, Washington, Florida State. Yeah. And then, of course, obviously, if, if Alabama wins, then, like, I mean, you obviously yeah, can't that's a conversation. over Alabama. So, you'll have a good idea because – and obviously, like, um, if all, all three of those teams win, but, like, if Oregon wins – Texas. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's crazy to say, but it's just kind of the luck of the draw. Like, there's a lot of undefeated and one loss teams this year. And, you know, spread a guy, you don't lose. (laughs) Well, that's really what it comes down to. Georgia's better than state, but let's go ahead and break down that ACC championship game. Jackson, you are our ACC guy. You know the ins and outs. What do you think of this game, and what do you think Florida State has to do to prove that even without Jordan Travis, if they win the ACC, they should still be in? So I've seen one of these teams up close. Georgia Tech opened with Louisville. Um, I'll say this. I think they're going to have to win with defense in the running game. Like, I think we saw Rotomaker last week. I'll also say this. This is – these Louisville's defense is a little overrated. Like, their numbers look good. But against my, Miami averaged seven and a half yards per play. Georgia Tech averaged seven yards per play. Kentucky ran it pretty well on them last week. If they had Jordan Travis, I honestly don't think this game would be close. No. But – I think Louisville can do some things to score on them. I think Jeff Brom is one of the five or maybe five best play callers in the sport. Like his, his offenses, he calls a great game all the time. Florida State runs a lot of man coverage. He is going to dial some things up, I think, to get some guys free. And they they really do have capable receivers. Like Louisville has a, a pretty good receiving core if Jamari Thrash is healthy and some of those other guys. I think that could be a big difference in the game. If Florida State can't run the ball and, and they allow some explosive plays, I think Louisville wins this game because I don't think Tate Rotomaker's any good. Like, I don't think he's good at all. And wow. Louisville's front seven creates a lot of havoc. I think their biggest problem is turnovers. Like, Jack Plummer is a very – he's average quarterback. He's a good – he fits their I mean, system. he's had, what, 11, 12 interceptions this year? Yeah. I mean, he he played with Brom at Purdue. He knows the system. I think that's why they brought him in and didn't really go get anybody else because he just knew what to do coming in. And he, he's not a terrible quarterback, and he can make the plays to win the game, but he's also a turnover machine. I'm going to pick Louisville to win this game because they kind of – whenever they get too high, they'll go right back low. Then they'll bounce yeah. back. Like, what did they do? They beat Notre Dame. What did they do the next week? They lost to a three-loss – or a three-win pit team. Pit team, yeah. It would have been – I called it after they beat Miami. I'm like, they'll beat Miami. And, a, and Miami's probably a little better than their record suggested. They're better than Kentucky. Then they'll lose to Kentucky, and then they'll come out. Everybody will think, oh, well, Florida State's going to beat Louisville. Like, Kentucky beat them. The spread's like one point. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm looking at two and a half right here. Yeah, and that, that's up a little bit. So, 
I think I think Louisville's defense can force turnovers, make Florida State very one-dimensional. And I, I, I trust Jeff Brom to dial up at least two touchdown plays, like just draw, drawing up and scheming some things open. You know, maybe Florida State turns the ball over and they get favorable territory. Give me Louisville like 28-24. Mm, if Jordan right. Travis was in this game, I don't think it'd be close. I just really don't think Tate Rodemaker's a good quarterback. You do know with FSU losing, it opens up the door for a lot of more – a lot more – possibilities for these some of these one loss teams well, to get I, I, I think that the playoff committee their best case scenario is Florida State losing because that makes the decision a whole lot easier for them. Yeah, yeah. You're probably right. And that's why like a lot of eyes are going to be on this one, especially like Texas. If Alabama wins, like Alabama's you're going to be pulling for Louisville later in the night. So yep. yeah, I mean y'all are right. Yeah. Tyler, what's your thoughts? Um it's hard because even though they are missing Jordan Travis, I didn't get to catch a ton of that Florida State-Florida game. I tried to keep up when it, with it when I could. Um, but uh, it, it was just – it looked like it was a pretty mucked up game. Like, uh, you know, it was just an ugly game back and forth for the most part in that one. Whenever I would tune in, like, I don't know, that there was complaints about this and that. Like, I heard there was a bad uh, rough in the passer kind of call and things like that. But um, cause so apparently, arguably, um, Florida State could have won by more. Uh, is what I've heard. So, um, but when I've seen Rodemaker, I haven't been really impressed. I'm kind of like Jackson. I'm not, you know, huge on the dude. Um, but they do still got some athletes. You know, they still got some some good edge rushers. There was like a clip of uh, Jared Verse just bulldozing one of the Florida uh, tackles into the, the quarterback in that game. Um, but they, you know, they still got some good athletes. The question is, is the offense going to be able to score? They're going to have to rely on Benson again. Benson, what, had three touchdowns against Florida? You know, he had, he had to kind of carry the load. Um, but Louisville, I, I'm going to be honest with you, I haven't watched a ton of them this year. I know Jackson's had eyes on them. What's their motivation to really pull this off? Is it just to end the season with an ACC title? You know, I mean, but I mean, I mean, I, I get that, I get that. But who has more incentive to win this one? You know, like is well, obviously it, is it, Florida State. Well, I mean, yeah, I know, but. Like, as far as your healthy players can take you. And right now, Florida State's best player, most important player, is not healthy. It's so, up. Yeah. Uh, they still got the, the college football playoff on the line. <sighs> My God. It's, it's hard to make the pick here. Uh, I think it's close. I think Florida State pulls it out really, really tight. 31 28 is what I'll throw out. Torres, what you thinking? Um, um, I, I actually like I like both points. I definitely like what Jackson was saying about you know the consistency of Louisville. They are very up and down. Um, even though they what their record is ten and two. Um, I, I what I look at, I know you like I say, I know you can't play football math. You can't do that because it doesn't necessarily work out. Um, but looking at Louisville, you know, losing to Kentucky, all right, and. Uh, and they lost that game at home, you know, with Florida State. I think – I know I'm not the biggest fan on Rod Maker either, but I want to say a good test for a guy like Rod Maker to prepare for a game like Louisville yeah. would be against a team like Florida, all right? They don't necessarily threaten you too much. Um, you can win this game even by just running the ball. Like, you could have – you could have. they could have won that game even on their worst day, all right? Rod Maker in that game. 12 for 25, 134 yards. Basically, all he did is just make sure he didn't mess up the game. Yeah. I feel like they can do that enough against Louisville. Now, you brought up their front four for Louisville. Yes, their front four is probably going to give that quarterback some time, but I think they're going to do enough to at least keep the quarterback comfortable. As long as he doesn't make bad plays, make 
bad decisions throughout the game. Keep the team to where the point, like, okay, we're always ahead of the sticks. We never get – you don't want a quarterback – like, for Louisville, that again, get a quarterback like this, keeping them in third and ten, second and ten. Yeah. Make them think a little bit more. Let them read more coverages. Let him make more plays at the line of scrimmage. You want that for a quarterback with that type of experience. I think Florida State going to be really good at keeping him ahead of the sticks, keeping him in front. This is going to be a close game. I do think Louisville got a really good shot. It's going to be tight. Uh, I think yeah. it's going to be probably one of the closest games of the day besides the Georgia-Alabama one. Uh, but I will, I'm will. i going to take FSU. Uh, I'll go with a score of like uh, 28-24. <sighs> See, I understand all of that. But the thing is with me – I have to really, really – I got to give credit where credit is due. Louisville is top 11 in rushing defense right now. What is what is Florida State going to rely on the entire game? Running the ball. I'm not going to discredit that by any means, by any stretch. Um, I don't think Rodemaker is going to be the guy to really pull it out, win the ACC, get FSU to the playoff. I don't he think he's right. going to be that guy to do it. And if they had Jordan Travis, this conversation wouldn't even be happening. Right. We would all agree Florida State would win this game very handily. Even if they had Jordan Travis, I still think the game would be close. Oh, no. See, I don't think it'd be close, but the no. one thing that Florida State's really going to rely on is the one thing Louisville's really good at on defense. I think that is stopping the run. Um, you're going to, like Torres said, you're going to have to put a quarterback like that into difficult situations where he's going to have to think. Get them in third and a mile. Get them in. Make sure they make sure you win. If you're Louisville, make sure you win on first down. Make sure it's second and eight, second and nine. You're really going to have to make Rodemaker beat mm -hmm. you through the air. And mm -hmm. I don't think he's there. I don't think he can do that. He's kind of just been thrown to the fire at this point. Yeah. This is a big time game with a lot of implications. I think Louisville wins this probably by a six to 10 point margin somewhere in there. Give me Louisville 31, Florida State 24. See, this is reminding me a lot like uh, what was the third string quarterback for uh, Ohio State? Cardale he is Jones. not Cardell Jones. Yeah, Cardale he Jones. is not Cardell Jones. No, I'm going to no, say no, that. No, he is not Cardell Jones. But, they, but nobody knew that guy, really. But Ohio State kept the game easy for a guy like Cardell Jones, and I think FSU uh, can do that. But can Norvell and them do that? I don't know. You're, you're comparing yeah, Norvell, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, and Norvell. Yeah, I don't think so. I'll say this. I really do think Mike Norvell is a very good offensive play yeah. caller. If he had some things dialed up, it wouldn't shock me. And I also I want to take take a point a minute for me and Kobe to gloat a little bit. There are two teams playing this weekend that me and him said in our conference previews that yeah, you might not think they're the best teams in their conference or one of the top two, but their schedules are very easy. And if they found themselves there, Louisville's one of those teams and Oklahoma State's the other. Yeah, we talked oh, about both. I just, okay. I just wanted to point that out, just for no reason yeah, at all. Humble brag. I, I like that. No, I like that. Yeah. No, realistically though, we looked at Louisville's schedule before the season. Yeah, their they schedule didn't play. lined up for them to make it to this ACC championship, and we knew Clemson was going to have some hiccups here and there. We didn't think they'd decline as fast Good as they no. did, but Louisville had it all set up for them to be in this game. Yeah, like they didn't play FSU, Clemson, or North Carolina. Yeah, that's pretty. They play Notre Dame, and then they did play Duke. You're in the ACC, and you don't play any of those three. Add that. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I will yeah. say, if they would have freaking hicked up against freaking uh Pitt, yeah, probably. Well, I mean, maybe, even maybe playing for a playoff spot. I don't it know. could be. But well, Tyler had asked me about that. I was like, 
They be, they be what? They be what are they right now? Eleven? They might yeah. be like what? Uh, they're fourteen now. Fourteen now, yeah. They might would be like nine or something if they had more. Uh, yeah, they've been yeah. nine right now. Man. Like that. They still would be above like Bama. No, I don't think. I'll, I'll end the yeah. ACC preview with this. If you look at the standings, Georgia Tech doesn't blow a fifteen point lead to Louisville. Guess who's playing Florida State tomorrow on Saturday? Man. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's weird to think about, isn't it? Yeah. That's right, kind of crazy. Can we get to the worst one of the weekend and get it out of the way? Please go ahead. All right, thank you. Um, oh God, the wh- biggest wh- Iowa hater right here. This game. <laughs> where, where do y'all want to go with this game? Uh, let's, let's, look the, let's look at the over and under on how many points Iowa going to score. That's what I like to say. Hey, All right, here's, here's here's last week about Iowa. Who did they play last week? Nebraska, right? Nebraska, yeah. and I said, Tyler, what's the over and under for, like, the spread? And he was like, what was it, like 20? 24 and a half. 24 and a half. We, we both did. took the under. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. crazy, dude. It's sad when it's like that, man. It's sad. All right. I saw somebody ask this today, and it was it's kind of sad, but, like, the which, which, which is higher, the amount of times Michigan scores or Iowa first downs? Ooh, God. Ooh. <laughs> amount of times Michigan scores is what I tell you. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> yeah I, I do trust I do. I do. Like Michigan's defense, like I understand some people kind of give them cracks, but they're pretty good. They're, they're, like, they're, they're Michigan has a very good defense. I like them. I don't mind them. Um, and Harbaugh will be back. So that yeah. will make a difference um, in this game. Um, they will win that game with him or without him, y'all. What's, y'all yeah, I, they would have, but I'm just saying that I feel like they'll even come out more on fire than they already are. My, my, Honestly, Harbaugh should have just took an extra game for a suspension. Like, just this. What On a serious note, I guess since we're previewing this, we don't have to do long on this. No. If for some reason – Iowa keeps this close. Like, what's the reason? Like, how does Iowa somehow keep this close? Uh, Michigan overlook. Michigan overlooks this game. Or Michigan did what they did against TCU last year: turn the ball over multi-umpteenth amount yes, of times. Yes, if they don't take care of the ball, but that's, that's Iowa doesn't have over. that offense. TCU. Yeah, I'll say it this: depends on where they turn the ball at. That's where I was about to get. If yeah. Michigan turns it over in their own territory, that's the only way go. I would. There's no way I would like drives the ball. It, it would basically be how Notre Dame beat USC. Like Sam Hartman didn't have a whole bunch of stats, but they got turnovers on the Notre Dame only had like 200 yards in that whole game. They didn't do anything. They got turnovers on the right side of the field, and they could just walk into the end zone. That's how it has to happen. That's how it would happen. That's exactly how it happened. The moment the score, Michigan gets up 14 points. I'm turning it off. I ain't watching no more. Yeah. Yeah, Right (laughs) now the spread's 21 and a half. They got Michigan. Oh my god! 21 and a half, and the total's only like 35. Oh my God! Yeah. Give give me that's ooh. basically like a 21, 28 to seven. I guess is the predicted. Final I was going to say my prediction was going to be thirty one seven. I'm gonna I go thirty one nothing. There's no way they score. Yeah, I give them uh, three points. You can't give them three points, Jackson. You can't no. give them three <laughs> points. You can't give them a field. Hey, it's going to be it's going to be five minutes into the first quarter. We're going to check the box score. Iowa's going to be winning 3 nothing, and we're all going to be texting each other like, uh-oh, does Iowa have a chance? And yeah. not score the rest of the game. That's how they yeah. get Given, I, given I, I don't really respect that Michigan offense that much myself. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I like the Russian attack. That's about it. We talked about it on our show. Yeah, I kind of want to see a little bit more from their passing game. I don't really yeah. care for what I've seen from the quarterback there. You know, it's, it's been ugly numbers. All right. Yeah, well, so – 
But I, I guess I would pick uh, – what'd you give him, Torres? You said three to, three to what for Michigan? Uh, uh, I'll say it's probably like 38-3, 31. All right, I'll go 35 nothing. There you go. There we All right. Like Penn that. State did beat Iowa 31-0, to nothing, so. Yeah, they even Penn, Penn State's State. offense scored on them. So. There you go. So that's just <laughs> – yeah, yeah, if they can do it, anybody yeah. can. All right, well, yeah. Moving on to Texas and Oklahoma State. Me and Jackson have gone at this for two years now. The years we think Oklahoma State is not going to do anything. Sure enough, here we are in the Big 12 championship. Does Oklahoma State have a way to win this game? They have a way. But, like, if you've noticed since they beat Oklahoma, all right, they got absolutely trashed by UCF, who is 6-6. Like, UCF, this is not one of their better teams. They were an 18-point favorite last week against BYU, and BYU's third-string quarterback. They should have lost. Had to go to double overtime, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Houston is a terrible – they're probably the worst team in the Big 12. They had to, like, fight to It was 43-30 to in that game. Yeah. Like, Ollie Gordon is a great player. He is really, really good. They just don't have a very good passing game. Their defense is average. Like, would it surprise me if Mike Gundy somehow keeps this close? No. But I don't know. After watching Texas beat down Texas Tech last week, like I, I just think Oklahoma State—they beat Oklahoma. They've not been impressive pretty much all year. Like, I, and you're nine and three. Congrats! But they got there mainly because of their schedule. They didn't have to play a lot of the top teams in the Big Twelve, and there's not well, many of those there. So, Tyler, let me ask you this: If Oklahoma State does win this game, what questions does that bring up about Sark? Oh God, um, man. Because uh, you got your healthy quarterback back, yeah. you got you got everybody you need. Xavier Worthy, Jerry still out. Jerry's still out. But what yeah. does that mean for Sark if he loses this game? Oh, um, that's, I'd say it's 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 pretty bad. I mean, obviously they're not going to get rid of him or anything like that. Uh, yeah. But it's like the question starts getting: Is he the next coach? That can he get over that hump? You know, like the yeah. you know Kirby is he able to actually pull it off. You know, but you can go back to the Rick days. Is he able to get past it to get into the the realm of championships? But yeah. Um, I mean, as I sit here looking at it, the the line I'm seeing is Texas 15 and a half. I don't expect them to, like, blow them out. I do expect yeah. Texas to come out here and win this. Um, I do trust Sarkeesian to to put some points on the board. Yeah. The the, the score is something I, I, I kind of struggle with. I do see I do see Oklahoma State um, covering those points. I think they can stay within two touchdowns, I think, and especially with the way – I think they're better than like Texas Tech. You know what I'm saying? I I think they can hang in within 14. Um, I would take if I'm looking at this one. I think I take. Let's see, 38, 38-24, something like that. I think. I, th- I think that's what we're kind of looking at with with this that's one. That's what I would end up kind of guessing here. I mean, you do have, you know, like you said, you you know, a lot of people healthy back. You you know, you're missing Jonathan Brooks. Who's the guy they got coming in now? It's the the young running back they got in this last class. Baxter. Baxter, Baxter, yeah. I think. They're looking pretty decent, right? So, I mean, they've been able to run the ball well. I mean, um, defensively, they look pretty solid, I guess. Um, yeah. Texas Tech, I've, I've respected them throughout the year um, in that asset. But, um, but yeah, I'd take them to win here. I think Sark will pull it out, if I had to guess it here. I mean, I, I don't think a ton of people are really doubting him here. But um, I think he pulls it out yeah. and gets, gets, gets this team into the college football playoff. Now, Torres, let me ask you this, because you're our criteria guy. What's it going to take for Texas to make the playoff? What has to happen everywhere else for Texas to make the playoff? 
Um, well, for Texas to make the playoff, I think it's pretty simple. Um, they're going if they win, they automatically jump Ohio State in the loser of the Pac-10 championship. Um, I feel like I think that too. Um, but that's where obviously the game we're gonna get to eventually will come into play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Texas, this Texas game is very synonymous with the SEC championship um, for Texas. Um, I mean, I know a lot of Texas fans are going to be like, well, Texas beat Alabama, and I'm on that train too. You know, if I won head-to-head, that criteria keeps me above you regardless of where you go as long as we keep the same record. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think most, as most people are thinking, if Alabama is able to beat a Georgia team, that's going to – Alabama would have the best win out of any team that is ranked beating the number one ranked team. Um, beating them in the championship, they had lost. They've won 29 straight games. It plays a factor. I don't care if it's been two years ago, it plays a factor. They haven't lost a game in a long time. Yeah. Um, that's going to help them, and it, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. That, that I don't want to happen, obviously, for a Georgia fan, but for chaos sake, I would like to see what happened technically, but I don't want to, I really don't want to see it. But I, I think, I think all that still, I think all that just like just about every other decision, it all hinges on if Florida State's undefeated. It does. It really does. It's gonna be a lot of lot of Louisville fans this this weekend. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But see, I think if Florida State loses, a little bit opens up Pandora's box because yeah. it's, it's where you've already left off Ohio State. Who's to say? I'm just saying. Who's to say that they don't think Ohio State deserves to get right back in over a team like Georgia? I know it might sound stupid. But who's to say? I mean, they only dropped them six. You would think they should continue. I, I don't think the committee would do it just based off of things we've seen. Well, I mean, I, only have like one, I don't know. That's a tough conversation. I only have like one path for Ohio State to get in. Like, what is Florida that? State, Texas, and Alabama all lose. That way you don't have to worry about two S. Because I, I don't think, I think Georgia gets in over Ohio State. Yeah. I think you would need I all those teams did. to lose, and it'd be like Georgia, Michigan. Ohio State, whoever wins the Pac-12. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Or Jackson, they would need. That's the only Florida path I see for Ohio State and Alabama to all lose for them to get in. You're right. Yeah. And obviously, all right. The championship. All right, T. Final verdict. What you got the score for Texas, Oklahoma State? Um, Texas, but uh, yeah, Texas and Oklahoma State. Um, that's gonna be a really good game. Um, I, I do think Texas defense will stimulate some uh, Oklahoma State offense. I don't think Oklahoma State's gonna be able to do this type of stuff they've done the last. Few games. I know they had that awful game, like you stated against UCF, which shocked me because when I saw that score, I actually went and like deep dive into it to see if there was some injuries. And mm-hmm. Oklahoma State had the like regular crew out there. Was, yeah, you don't see nobody just randomly get beat by forty-two points to one of the worst yeah. teams in the conference yeah. out of nowhere. And that was just out of nowhere. Yeah. The, the question popped up in my mind real quick: If Spencer Sanders doesn't transfer to Ole Miss, does that kind of I don't know how how big of a difference does that make for this Oklahoma. That's State a huge game? difference to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah. any of Oklahoma. Because I mean, we're talking about this quarterback play, but I mean, homeboy ain't even really playing for Ole Miss. You know, he got in a few you know plays against Georgia. I know for a fact because you know uh, what's his name got hurt, but Dart. But I mean, I don't know. It just, it's just I don't know why he went there. I have no yeah, idea. I, I don't know what Lane promised him, but it's a weird. I don't know. And also back to your question about Sark, uh, Kobe. Um, I do think. Sarka, he'll win this game. But even if he was to lose, I think 
I still think a lot of the, obviously Texas fans will be a little pissed off, but I still think he'll he'll be he'll still be glorified a little bit because he has done something for Texas that haven't been done since Mac Brown in a long time. They they are literally in the conversation. And They've Texas progressively been, gotten better each year since he's been there. The recruitment not even been in the conversation, and the fact that they're in the yeah. conversation is already better than what most teams are, and I think that's a little bit of a plus for him. But my score, um, I'll take Texas. Uh, 35-21. They beat him by 14. All right, Jackson, what you think? 38-17, Texas. 38-17. Yeah. Uh, give, give me 42-30, Texas. Okay. That's a neat one. I, I, think, I think Texas is going to put up some points, but also their defense give can give up, up a little bit of points, but I still think they win comfortably by a two-score game. Give me, like give me 42-30. I can dig it. All right. Let's move on. We're going to save the best for last because we all know we have a lot to talk yeah. about. Oh, but let's yeah. go ahead and jump into that uh, Pac-12 Conference yeah. Championship. Friday what, night. What, let me ask you all this. Why is there such a high spread on Oregon right now? I mean, they lost the head-to-head earlier in the year. I mean, outside of Utah, they haven't really been challenged in their regular season. And even with Utah, they still beat Utah handedly. Why is the spread so much higher even though they lost the head-to-head earlier in the season? Oregon is one of those teams that are very similar compared to Alabama. Um, they look exponentially better since the beginning of the season. And since Oregon has played Washington, I think they look exponentially better than what they did before they – I mean, literally before they played Washington. I mean, heck, you got to remember Oregon struggled with Texas Tech. I mean, yeah, they beat Colorado. They beat Hawaii, Stanford. Then they played Washington. They lost that very close game to Washington. Like you said, a lot of bad calls. I mean, a lot of bad decision-making was happening on that side of the Oregon. Um, but they still lost the game by three points last second field goal. And then ever since that game, they have just ran shot through everyone they have been put in front of them. I do not see I I me seeing the spread doesn't shock me. I legit think Oregon is about to put it on Washington. Um, because Washington, let's wow. have to see how they play Washington State last week. Yes, robbery game. I know, like, mm-hmm. but Washington hadn't looked that good even then. Because Oregon State, the same Oregon State, Oregon played. Oregon ran through Oregon State. Washington had to depend on the last second field goal. Utah was a close game for Washington, and they played that game at home. USC was tight. The Stanford game was tight. Arizona State, 15-7 to was tight. You would think after the game against Oregon, that would boost up their morale. Since that game against Oregon, Washington has been having tight game and tight game and tight game and tight game every single game. And I think this is when it finally ends. I do think yeah. Oregon puts it on them boys. I'll double down with that. I, um, oh, okay, Tyler, go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna say I, do, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm right there with him. I, I trust Lanning. You know, I, I'm, I'm a Lanning guy. I like him a lot. Uh, hard to beat the same team twice. Washington had literally a ton of things going their way. Um, not speaking yeah. of, like really officiating or anything in that game, but you know, you're playing at home. Um, you know, a ton of people said that atmosphere that game was just ridiculous. Like they're saying, like I mean, you know, guy that we all listen to, or at least that we kind of you know, look at him from time to time. Josh Pate, you know, he was at that game. He said that was louder than it was against the um, when the Michigan-Ohio State game. You know, he's like, yeah. that was just rocking. You had that all going for you. Uh, it also helped that Oregon shot themselves in the foot time after time going forward on fourth down and, you know, just screwing yeah. around it felt like. Um, I, I think I think Landon's learned some stuff throughout his time. I think he comes in. He just he doesn't leave this one in doubt. Like, this is one he takes control of. And um like learn from his mistakes a little bit. Yes. I, I think he's gonna be there. I think I think they covered this one. Uh Torres, did you give a did you give a score or no? 
Um, I'm going to go Oregon 38, Washington 17. Okay. I'm going to go. I don't think it's going to I'm going to go 31. Let's see. I'm going to go 31, 31, 17. I'll go with that. 31, 17. Jackson, what is it? Well, I don't, we, we, we all don't agree much, but on this one, I do agree with the two guys on the bottom of the screen here. Like, I think it's just Oregon has not been playing close games. You look at some of the comparable opponents and like Utah should not be scoring 28 on anybody, like without camerizing, like that offense is just, yeah, it's ugly. Like it's, it's pretty bad. Like they had a hard, like that's about the same amount of points they scored on USC's defense. And we all know how bad they are. So, does Michael Penix look off to you guys? Yes, like the same player from the beginning. Yeah, I'm a contender no more to me this year. Yeah, I agree with you. Like he just doesn't. It's not that he's been terrible by any means. Don't don't get me wrong there. He doesn't Mm -hmm. look like he looked amazing through the first month or so of the season. Pretty much up till that Oregon game. Then afterwards, he just hasn't looked the same. I know there was something about him having the flu in the Stanford game or something like that. Um, so maybe, maybe he's dinged up. I, I don't know. Everybody's a little dinged up when you get to the end of the oh, season. Oh, yeah. But I, I don't know. Just the way Oregon's operating. I guess the one thing that's bothering me a little bit is, and I've said this going back to last year, Dan Lanning's never won a big game. The big the big opponents he's faced, I'm not – like you can even take the Georgia game out of it. Like Georgia does that to a lot of people. But last year against Washington, he lost. He, he made some bad calls, lost that game. Lost to Oregon State last year in a top 15 game. Go back to earlier this year, Washington. He has not beaten a good opponent in two years. Yeah. He now he lays waste to everybody else. Like that's and that's as he should. Yeah, like exactly. Like you need to, yeah. That's not nothing. Like some teams struggle to beat bad teams like that. Yeah. He's never done that. Uh we, we we've seen Oregon kind of fold in these kind of moments, but I just don't have any faith in Washington right now. Like I, I just I think their defense is pretty bad right now. Penix doesn't look right to me. Give me Oregon thirty-five to twenty. I think they. I think Washington might get a garbage touchdown late, but I, I kind of think Oregon puts it on them early. I might be. Don't get me wrong. I think Oregon wins this game, but I'm the only one that doesn't think it's going to be by the deficit. Y'all think it will be? Because let's not let's not forget they Washington won this head to head. Washington's confident. Like the or it seems like Oregon has all the momentum in the world right now. But let's not forget who Michael Penix is throwing the ball to, fellas. I mean, he's got good. They got a stable of receivers, and that's what they've made their money on for the last two years. I still think that they can go out there and score on this Oregon defense. I think the game is going to be very, very similar uh, to the head-to-head earlier in the season, but it's just going to be in Oregon's way this time. Give me a 38-35 Oregon win. Is there another well, game we have to talk about? I feel like that, that Oregon's like the bane of your existence. Like, I, I, like right no, now, like, no, like, right like now, they I are to you what Penn State is to me. Like, I just – I do not like – No, you know, it, I no, no, like no. I think Oregon is a great team. I think uh, they're a phenomenal team. But I'm just not willing to discredit Washington yet. Okay. I'm not willing to do All that. Right. I'm, I'm I was going to point this What good passing attack has Oregon faced lately? Like, a lot of the teams they face don't throw the ball. That's so the there are a couple yeah, yeah, things. Yeah, that, that is a good point to be made. You had USC, you had USC, but it was 52 42. So, you know, USC ain't got no defense, but. Sure. Yeah. They can, they can still sling it. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm going to go back on what Jackson said. Jackson said Dan Lennon haven't won any big games. 
So he beat number 10 ranked Utah last year and number nine ranked UCLA. You do remember last year, Bo Nix had that injury against, uh, was it Washington or was it Oregon it State? It may have been Washington, I think. And you remember he was limping, he could barely move. Yeah. Like, mm, good it, memory. But, but I do I do remember, I was like, they let only been there for like two years. Like, mm-hmm. you can't, I don't know if you can put that on him not winning big games yet. Sure. Uh, and when he has won a few, right? But I know, I just, I don't know if you like him, man. After this year, if you don't want to do I'm a big baby stuff. Maybe say, maybe so. But I don't know if you can put that on him just yet. So you at least get about three years in. He's like, okay, he don't win big games. So I love this man. Yeah. The next head coach at Alabama. I mean, I hope Kobe likes him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have no problem with this. Beamer. <laughs> Beamer. It, it all comes Beamer, full circle. Saban raised Kirby. Kirby raised Landing. Landing replaces Saban. It all comes full circle. I'm okay. Right. Hmm. Oh, you want Dabo Sweeney? Yes. Little Dabo. <laughs> He's got that drip. <laughs> so great. <laughs> Dabble better uh, praise he get a job elsewhere because Tuscaloosa will rip him alive if he shows up there. I promise you. But Tyler, go ahead and spearhead this. We got one more game we got to talk about. I'm really interested to hear y'all's takes and where y'all's minds are at going into this. Go ahead and lead us with it. Oh, man, you're going to get a story, I feel like, out of me on this. I Man, I've been – I, dude, I don't know, man. This has been on my mind like constantly. Like I cannot wait. Because look, game. Tyler, for those watching, Tyler has always had a conscience about Ooh, himself when oh. it comes to games like this. Yeah. Torres is balls to the wall every game. It don't never matter. Doubt it. Never, never doubted it. I mean, Tyler, I did. Tyler is the one that has a conscience and has to pull the reins back a little bit. So I'm interested to hear what you got to say. Yeah, so, man, yeah, the, the anticipation is killing me for this week. I've been, mm-hmm. you know, reading up on everything. Um, you know, trying to look into it and everything. Of course, I watched the Auburn-Alabama game. And man, did it just eat me alive when Alabama pulled it I out. I know you were hoping for something. Oh, man, you know it was for Auburn <laughs> right then. I was like, surely, surely this they, they, they can't get it. I was like, they got it in the bag. They got it in the bag. I was like, man, that about killed me. And then we go on to play Georgia Tech <laughs> like, like a bunch of fools. Like, you know, that – Worst play game. call ever on defense. Yeah. Yeah, once again, yeah. Look, hey, that was that was not only revenge for Bama and the kick six, that was revenge for the prayer at Jordan Hare whenever they sat there and embarrassed y'all in the same season back yes, in 2013. So that, so that was revenge for the both of us. Let's look at it like that. That kind of stuff uh, just kills me because it's just like, you know, teams that have that kind of thing happen, it's like, Man, do they have like something that supernatural going on that's helping them? Hey, out it's like Saban said. There's freaky stuff, and there's a lot of misfortune that falls in that game of Jordan Hare. This is the first time Bama's been on the good side of it. So yeah, it, right. The first time, shoot, yeah. Uh, yeah the first time Bama's been on the good end. Torres, you hear that? No, 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 no. On the good end of something in Jordan Hare State. In Jordan Hare, okay. Yeah. What, about, what about a four overtime game? What about a four overtime game? That's just Bryce Young being Bryce. Oh Young. man, that, yeah, I was about to say, Kobe, weren't you That's at the Bryce game Young. that year? I was at the game. Yeah. You're sitting there watching That's the game. Bama watching. has the ball with a minute left. Bryce Bama Young fans had the bag. Downplaying yourself. Get out of here. <laughs> Anyways, let's di- digress. Digress. I watched that game. You know, I was upset. I was like, man, if yeah. they, they lose this game, they have nothing really. Their wheels are broken. They have nothing to play for. Come Saturday, we got this one. Well, sure enough, y'all pull it out. So I'm starting to think, man, is this crap going to carry over into the SEC championship game? Is there going to be some crazy stuff pop off like this? Um, 
you know, definitely you can never be like I'm not, I'm never gonna be crazy confident in it. I do think we win though. I do think we win. I'm not gonna be like we're gonna pound them. I do see some people out there already, you know, thinking we're gonna just blow it up. And I just like that is not just how it goes, I feel like in this type of matchup. It's it's gonna be a tight one. Uh, the things that automatically go ahead and, you know, alarm me are the the mobile quarterback. We got Haynes King for Georgia Tech, you know, get, getting on us. You know, get, shout out to Georgia Tech on that one. Uh, no, <laughs> you were in shambles last week, weren't you? You and Torres were just sweating bullets. God like, dang I, it. I, I I got just... <laughs> no, it was just, man, I was just – it was the coma – it was the – the addition of what happened in that Bama um, Auburn game because like, I was already I was already heated over that I was already heated over that and then I'm like here we go with this crap we're playing around but you know the mobile quarterback you know it's it's a Kirby staple bro it's something that that haunts us every time and it's it's what it's what is kind of in the back of my head um you know I I do think there's matchups there that we're going to be able to to exploit I think we're going to be in a lot of areas. Um, I do want to see how we play that as far as him being able to run. The interesting thing about it, though, the more I look into it, he's not – Milrow's not really a guy that looks to run first. I feel like he wants to pass the ball. You know, I don't know, Kobe, if you yeah. feel that way. Yeah. I feel like he, he wants like, to whenever, pass the ball. In scenarios where you think he should just, oh, run for eight yards. And Take off and dip. Get, he stays three. in the pocket a lot Sprinter. longer than he probably should. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I feel like he wants to throw it. Um you know, but and he doesn't utilize as much. I don't know what to expect from the dude. So, I mean, be ready for a blow-up game from him. I feel like he's going to give us fits, like, yeah. on the ground. Um, but I do think we can handle, you know, the run game. I do expect us to play how, pretty how good. How do you think Carson Beck stacks up against this Bama defense? That's what I was about to get to. So, yeah, the the offense, our offense has been humming. It's no, you know, kind of secret out there. We've been looking pretty good. Rested Lad, rested Brock. Rested Tate Rattlers this last week. Rested Ra Ra. From what I'm hearing, it sounds like all four of them are going to be back. Um, the weak points of the offense, um, you know, to me, it's whenever Xavier Trust, number 73, is in the game on the offensive line, I feel like he can just tear him up. He's a turnstile. I feel like he can go right through him, whatever. I'd rather him not be in, but I think we're going to do right by him and let him do it. He's, he's a senior. They're going to let him play some. It is what it is. Um, the run game's been doing actually really good lately. Kendall Milton's yeah. been on one, bro. Kendall Milton has really He's been on. looking awesome. And I do about time, him. but yeah, it is it is about time. You are correct. And um I, I do think he'll be able to get some yards. I mean, him and Dajan have been looking really good. We're gonna be able to pass the ball. We the thing is we haven't seen this group of offense, uh, offensive, you know, players that you know we we can strut out there. We haven't really seen them together on the field at one time. You got to think Brock's been out here and there, Lab's yeah, been like, out here and there. They, there's probably been less times that we've seen Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey on the field this season than it's ever. Correct. It's true. And I think when we do that, it's a problem. I do expect yeah. us to give y'all fits. Like, I, I think we I think we will be able to put up points on y'all. It's a matter of if we're going to be able to stop you guys. And I'll tell you where you can attack us there, uh, Kobe. Number six, Dalen Everett. I've been complaining about it all year. Target that sucker every yeah. goddamn play if you want because that's what every yeah. freaking team does. They go after you. You know Jermaine Burton is going to want that matchup. Oh yes, for sure. He will eat that up. And um, Dalen's going to have to. Boy, he's going to grow up and grow up quick if it's if it's going to work, man. And we're going to have to. Malachi Starks better be over the top. That's all. I'm yeah, saying. the safeties are going to have to play a good game, <laughs> and I do expect good play from our safeties. We got two of the best in the nation, yeah. um, in my opinion. I love them. Um, I do expect a big game for Bullet. The defensive line, we're going to see how they run. Against it, I do like our linebackers. We'll see how they go. 
what I'm looking at, what's the, what's the spread on this one right now? Let's take a look at that. Real I think quick. it's oh, Georgia yeah. by five, Georgia by six, somewhere in there. Five and a half is what I'm now seeing. Yeah. Um, I do think we win, and I think that you know it's been growing. I think it was four to begin with, and then people have been betting it up. So I mean, obviously there's there's a lot of people out there that are believing in it, and I feel like the more and more people I talk to this year, there's more confidence behind Georgia, which is like it's interesting, it's surprising, but it's a little alarming. Um. Yeah. You know, just like, oh man, it's we're just in for you know something bad now. It feels like, but yeah. um, but I'll take I'll take us to cover it. Um, God dang, I don't want to go too crazy here. I'll say by ten. I'll go I'll go a win by ten. Mm. I my my like my heart wants to say by more, and I think I think it could happen. There'd be have to be a lot of things go our way. It had to be a master class yeah. of coaching, you know, performance by by our staff and everything, and by, our players have to play amazing. It's a matter of if y'all are going to be able to to mess with Beck or not. Beck's going to be able to put up points. Yeah. I'll take um, – because I think y'all forced us at least to a field goal. Oh, dude, good Lord. God, this might be going too crazy on it. But 38 – 38, let's, get, let's do 38-28. I'll do that. 38-28. There you go. Big T, let me hear it. Ooh, hey, that's what I've been waiting on. We already knew what it was going to come down to at the beginning of the season. So, uh, this ain't no surprise. This has been a long time in the coming because, Kobe, the last time, you know, Georgia-Alabama faced off, it's been, what, two years? God, it's mm-hmm. a long time. 2021 National Championship. Gosh, that's a long time. Yeah. And as crazy as it sounds, all right? Now, this is more of like, more of like um, outside thinking, more of the mentality, yeah. more of how people um, look at Georgia. All right, they want to talk about Georgia being the new dynasty, the new top dogs of college football. You don't do that just yet until you beat Alabama. Now, look, Georgia beat Alabama in 2021, but yet that has so many question marks over it. Is this happening? That happening? Injuries and that, that all that stuff. Well, now. It's an opportunity for all of that to be put to bed in my do, do you think this is the year Georgia dominates Alabama? I won't say dominate, but I will say I'm afraid to say dominate. Effectively, <laughs> I think they will win this game. All right. Yeah. And it's not just me, obviously, love Georgia, but it's from what I have watched throughout the season between because I've watched a lot of Alabama games and I've watched obviously a yeah. lot of Georgia. Games. Keep up with y'all. Keep tabs. Yeah. Obviously, <laughs> uh, Jalen Miro has undeniably, without question, has gotten better throughout the season. He, yes, he, he looks like a much better quarterback every single time. Kirby um, Kirby compared him to Lamar Jackson. Did y'all hear that? Uh, hey, physically, as far as physical intangibles, it's not he's far off. Thicker than Lamar Jackson, boy. That joke yeah. the tail over. He's fast too, which he's is hard crazy. to tackle. Yeah, um, he's fast. He's got a great arm on him. You know, sometimes deal problems with accuracy, but. Um, you, you know, you probably can't bring it up after seeing that throw against Auburn at the end of the game. So, uh, but he does sometimes. He he's 50-50. He makes some mistakes, um, and I think that's the part where I think Georgia gonna have to capitalize on. Um, most of the time, we were going into these games, getting ready to play Alabama. Alabama don't make many mistakes anyway. All right, these are one of these years where Alabama has consistently made a lot more mistakes than usual. It does feel like they're less disciplined than normal. A lot less disciplined. I don't want to say they're out of control, per se. I'm not saying that. But they are a lot less disciplined 
than um, most Nick Saban teams have been in the past previous years. And because of that, like for instance, they should have never got the fourth and 31. That ball should have never been snapped over his head. They should have never got intentional grounding. He should well, have never that, been- there, there, was, there was some controversy with that. Apparently an Auburn safety clapped. And that's what uh, made Seth McLaughlin snap the ball. That. It wasn't I mean, on anything. I didn't about see Bama. it. And in the video, if you go back and look, you see what, as soon as he claps, ball snapped. Uh, uh, okay, I then. did hear that. I did hear that. I will go to bat for him for that one. Um, okay. I also look at the Ole Miss game. They were at the one yard line twice, fumbled the ball, you know, gave it up. Like, like that, that just don't happen for a team like Alabama throughout, especially throughout the course of a season. Most of the time, you see them clean it up, it gets fixed. Um, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily think it has been fully cleaned up yet. And I think that's when Georgia is going to be able to exploit that, I feel, um, to the best of their abilities. Now, I can't say that without looking at Georgia's miscues. Georgia makes a lot of mistakes on their end. Georgia, like, sometimes don't necessarily play up the part. But I feel like that's more team-oriented rather than them by themselves. Because as we said, they haven't been playing healthy fully for a lot of the part of the season. And two, when they do – they run through whoever team they're playing. And this is another opportunity for all of these players to step up. You know, obviously Alabama, that Alabama cloud still hangs very mighty high over the Georgia Bulldogs. And I think this is a great opportunity for them boys to step up. And um, I've told yeah. Tyler throughout the season, you know, anytime there's that, well, man, we about to play Missouri. Well, man, we about to play um, – uh, who was it? Um, you can say Tennessee. Miss, Tennessee. Miss, yeah, yeah, all them. I have told him, I said, man, when it comes for Georgia to play these top-tier ranked teams, they they're going to step up. I have been saying that. I know that's not the best way to look at it, but that's the way that – you don't want that any type of recipe for any football team. You want to be able to step up every game. But for yeah. Georgia, for the, for their sake, for in the Kirby Smart era, when it's time to play, them boys going to come to play. Win or lose, draw, them boys going to come to play. And I think Georgia going to come to play. Um, I think Carson Beck uh, having the opportunity to be able to play without a Brock Bowers and a Lab McConkey helps him because it makes him not be so dependent on one guy. It makes him learn how to spread the ball out. Milton coming back, all those running backs coming back. Us being diverse on in the offensive side of the ball. I mean, he threw like he threw like the nine different receivers. Yeah. Before the, the half ended against Georgia Tech, like that's what you want. Uh, Bell, you got all these guys. Yeah, Bell's so, been coming on too. He's been looking. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I think uh, this is one of the first years where I think Georgia has played, getting ready to play Alabama. I said, since, I'm going to say this. Since Aaron Murray and all those boys when we played Alabama 2012, this is one of the first times where Georgia come in with a real true offense that I can get behind. Yeah. Um, be like, man, this is going to be something interesting to get ready to play Alabama. Because, I mean, let's be honest, you know, um, around that time with Stinson, especially that that first year Stinson won, that offense wasn't all that. Hey, more hey, now, time. don't skip over that offense Georgia had in 2017 because you took the best offense. His boy from wire. That's what I'm saying. You took Baker Mayfield and them boys to the wire and beat them in a shootout. That yeah. offense was good. Uh, it was more. It, it was it was very rush heavy. Like it was very reliant on Chubb, and Michelle, and them. I will yeah, say that. I, I think we've been waiting. Like I, I don't know if you've been known this. We've been waiting on like. A guy that can come in and gunsling, gunsling, yeah. gunsling, baby. Just I, one of those. It's, it's nice. I enjoy it. I think yeah, you like it. That 2017 offense wasn't all that. I'm about to say it was good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was good. But it was Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb. I mean, we, we literally ran like, like a 20 yard run for Michelle. If we would have kept giving the ball to Michelle in the national championship, we would have had that too. But oh, let's give it to Nick Chubb. But a whole other story. 
Uh, but okay, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go with Georgia. Um, I think it's gonna be a little bit of a defensive game early. Um, I think the points gonna be a little bit come more uh, late, late in the second, um, starting off the third. I think first quarter. I hopefully we start out fast, but I know how Georgia is in the first quarter. Oh God, we suck at the beginning of it. Um, I think it's gonna be a little bit low scoring early, and then second quarter stuff will get get hot. Third quarter, we'll see who's going to definitively win the game. Fourth quarter, obviously, finish it out. Uh, I'm going to go Georgia 34-27. Mm. <sighs> Jackson, if you don't mind, I'd like to go ahead and get this out of the way because you you are the one that are on, that is unbiased in this game. So I'd like to hear your opinion last. That's exactly, you get all how, I was, that's how, exactly how I was going to lead it off. Like I'm, I'm, I'm probably the most level-headed here. I don't have anything. Yeah. Snake You're I'm the most objective when it comes to this game. I'm going to sit down and just watch this game. So, so I, I was. What were you saying? Oh no, I was saying like, let me go ahead and get my spill, and then you're the deal breaker here. Okay, like, you, go. You go ahead. Now look, hear me out. Them dogs, they've been on a little run. The two Pete, I'll give you that. After forty years, I'm glad you got two. I'm glad you got it. Oh, but man. let me give credit where credit is due. Georgia is the number one team in the country. They have been for two years. Carson Beck has impressed me. Going into this season, I didn't think Carson Beck was going to be all that, but he's been in the system. He's got arguably the best player in the country in Brock Bowers. He's going to be healthy. you got Ladd McConkie, who's really come on, come into his own these last couple of years. you got weapons still at the wide receiver spot. Your running game has come along. It's something about that defense. Now, when you think of Kirby Smart, you think of great defenses. I sat there and watched. Like We've all, we've all talked about – the running quarterback situation. I watched what Peyton Thorne and Robbie Ashford did to y'all boys. And I texted mm-hmm. Jackson this right after the game. I think that Peyton is Thorne what ran for a little bit on a team this last weekend, too. No, 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 no. That's a rivalry. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Well, the deep south is a rivalry. Carson Beck is not a running quarterback, so I'm not worried about it. So, with the legs, you might say something. He, he, Anyways, I digress. Anyways, that was the one thing that gave me hope. The next thing that gives me hope is that we've played the best offense in the country and we played the best quarterback in the country. We played the best wide receiver room in the country, and we shut them out. We held them to maybe one score in the second half, and that was LSU. Okay. Now, LSU doesn't have a defense. That's that's a given. But Alabama went and shut them out the entire second half of that game. Alabama's defense has been elite. Jackson has testified that this is the best defense in the country. I think we have the best personnel. For some reason, I didn't think that Kevin Steele would be the come in and get us back to playing Alabama defensive football, but he has. We got Dallas Turner. We got Chris Braswell. We got Kool-Aid McKinstry, Terry on Arnold. We got that dog, Caleb Downs. He's Terry's a dude. gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot better. I like the way this defense matches up with y'all. He's been better than Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid doesn't get targeted like that. If you go back and look at the Kool-Aid does not get targeted like that. And when he did, even against LSU, he was targeted eight times between neighbors, Thomas, all those guys. He gave up one catch for four yards. So with that being said, this is the only defense in the country that can match up with Georgia. This is the only defense in the country that matches up with Georgia. And I think that's what gives us the edge. Now, this is going to be a close game. This is going to be a dogfight. But the way Alabama has performed against LSU, Tennessee, Ole Miss in the second half of those games, I think that if 
y'all don't come out swinging early, if y'all don't get a two, three touchdown lead early, Alabama can be in this game for all four oh, quarters of the game. When we have a guy like Jalen Milrow, he's been really good about not turning the ball over. Whenever he makes a decision in the first three seconds of that ball being snapped, Jalen Milrow is a very efficient passer, very efficient. Now it's whenever the play is extended, he has to try to stay in the pocket a little longer than he should. He should probably run it, but he doesn't. That's that's his biggest mistakes. That's his biggest weakness, and you cannot do that against a Georgia team like this. But Jalen Milrow is going to spearhead that rushing attack, and I like the way that sets up against y'all's defense. There's something about the interior. I don't know if it's the linebacker spot or that interior D-line spot. It's something Nose about tackle, that Georgia Andrew, defense. We don't, really, we don't really have that Jordan Davis. It's something about that Georgia defense that doesn't scare me like it has the last two years. The last two years, the defense has been phenomenal. And mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, that 2021 defense was generational. Yeah. But with that being That's said, it's something about this defense that doesn't scare me. And the way that Jermaine Burton has really progressed, like we all got to sit here and give credit where credit is due. Jermaine Burton has really developed. I don't know He's where it better. came from. He's, He's had a good season so far. Like we got guys like Kendrick Law playing a Debo Samuel spot. He's lined up in the backfield. He's lined up at wide receiver. Isaiah Bond can burn anybody in the yeah, country. He has that says, kind yes. of speed. Now, Jace McClellan may or may not be 100%. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Is anybody on the I saw he was on crutches. Jason McClellan may or may not be fully healthy, but with that being said, Roydell Williams has actually been our most efficient ball carrier this year. And then, with that being said, you might get to see your guy, Tyler, and Justice Haynes. Whenever Justice Justice Haynes has played, he's actually shown a lot of flashes. But with that being said, you got Jalen. Who would have thought? Yeah, Tyler (laughs) never told us he was that good. But – I think Jalen Miro is going to spearhead that rushing attack. If Tommy Reese can call plays that benefit Miro's skill set, I am comfortable where Alabama sits. I think it is a close game. And let's just get back to the bread and butter of this narrative. This is the game where everybody thinks Saban in the dynasty is dead and Saban comes back and beats your favorite team. Saban loses in 2021 to Texas A&M, comes back and beats Georgia by 20 in the SEC mm-hmm. championship. That's what I see happening in this game. I think Saban and the boys, I think we can win this one. I like Georgia or I like Alabama winning this one 42 to 38. You know, we're talking about the same Jalen Milrow that uh, was lobbying for Heisman after beating Auburn. You know. So we're going to knock a kid for being passionate in the game? I don't know. I thought it was corny. No, we ain't going to lie to you. It was corny, bro. I don't know what's worse, him lobbying for Hosman after beating Auburn or the Michigan coach crying after the yeah. <laughs> No, that Michigan coach crying. Like, that was, I don't know which one is worse. It, it was very cornballish. I ain't going to lie to you. Said, I know it's your Milro, point. Milro has bro. really come along, and after that game, because Milro really didn't have a bad game, if you go back and look at it. He didn't have a bad yeah. game against I like, I think a he's a good mental, player. There were some mental mistakes, but he had a good game. He's progressed all year. I think Milro, I think he's going to win us this game. I think he's capable of winning this game, but it's going to – He's going to have to think a lot faster than he's thought all year. If he gets in that pocket and he's just standing around waiting for a play to develop, Georgia's going to be on him like white on rice. I don't know Miro if you've enough of us because we don't really have much of a pass rush this year, buddy. I mean, so, and, time. and y'all know that better than I do. So, really, this game is really going to come down to 
who can get the ball last. That's the way I, I want see to see if we can expose up. what's his name, uh, the left tackle Proctor. That's that's really what I, I think we can. Now, get if him. you can do that, great. But he's been really playing well the last yeah, half. He's been playing JC Latham. I think JC JC Latham has only given up one sack all yeah, year. He's, he's, solid. he's a stud, but. This defense, y'all have only played one defense ranked in the top 40 all year, and that was Missouri. This defense is built differently. This defense is built to beat Georgia. Y'all, y'all um, and then we got guys that can rush the passer. We got guys that can cover in the back end. I like Alabama 42-38. I don't think – I'm going to just say this. I don't think Alabama has played a full, complete team yet this season themselves either. No, no. I, I, I think I agree. a really good offense, I like – like LSU or play the Are team. Are you suggesting we're a full complete Probably team? Like Texas A&M, but they didn't have no offense. Is Georgia a full complete team? Yeah, I, I, I would say yes. Yes, we have our flaws on defense, but yes. I yeah, mean, that's what I'm saying. We, we do have our flaws on defense. Yeah, our defense, you're, 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 you're not lying, Kobe. Like, the, the defense is not what it's been. Like, a Kirby know. Smart defense should strike fear in your heart. This year, it doesn't strike it fear in my heart. They're good. We They're got great. Good players. We got good players. Yes. It's just we, we haven't really, you know, we're not. And I think, so and I think what it is, is is that lack at the linebacker spot. Because you got to think, y'all passed. I don't know the sad man. I don't even know. Y'all had a good linebacker room the last couple years, and it's really spearheaded that defense. Of course, you got Jalen Carter and all them boys, but. You're right, because a lot of the pressures we were able to do came off of like linebacker blitzes and stuff. We really just haven't been able to You had some dudes at linebacker. CJ Allen and Raylan Wilson have been getting more playing time, especially CJ Allen. He's been coming on really nicely. Had an awful game against Georgia Tech, though. So we'll we'll see if y'all might be able to expose that. I don't know. Um, And a guy like right, though. A team like Missouri, you know, they have high powered offense and score 30 points in every team they played, except for one. When it means it, when it needs to. Jackson, your opinion is the one I've been wanting to hear most about this because you can look at this objectively from both sides. I got to hear it. So I won't be as long winded as y'all, but <laughs> um, so me and Kobe were talking before the show, and I remember a very certain set of circumstances a couple of years ago. And I was at this game. Georgia was just like a, a monster in 2021. They were rolling through everybody. Alabama had to go to four. Was it four overtime speed Auburn? Yes. Yeah. So I, I, I remember thinking, I, I thought Georgia was going to kill Alabama. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud, but I, I, I went into Mercedes Benz and sat down and said, I think Georgia's going to roll Alabama today. Jamison Williams caught that first touchdown, and I said, oh, this is how it's going to be. Alabama won that game. I've thought for majority of the time I, I, I was going to pick Georgia to win this game for the past couple weeks, and then some things caught my eye last week. Yes, I, I don't care about what Georgia did on offense. Like, they were sitting a bunch of players. Georgia Tech is like the 129th-ranked rush defense. Like, But I think what Georgia Tech did on offense kind of like it, it – it was noticeable. Like they run, Georgia Tech ran for over 200 yards on Georgia. They did. Was it just that? It was the way Buster Faulkner was using different formations, motion, pulling a lot of guards and, and every, doing a lot of different things, and using the quarterback run game. Like Haynes King had wide open lanes. I have a lot of respect for Haynes King and his athleticism. Jalen Milrow is a lot different. I think this is going to be by far the best defense that Georgia has played. Like, I don't think it's going to be even close. I, I think it's going to come down to a couple things. As good as I think Alabama's defense is, I do think it's fair to point out the two times they've played an offense with the Pulse, LSU and Texas, they both did things pretty well. Like, I mean, I and I don't expect Alabama to come in here and, like, 
hold Georgia under 20 points. But I do think it's – both of those teams had a good amount of success. And, like, I'm, I'm, I think Georgia will too. I think it's going to be – I think Georgia's going to try to take away the home run ball from Jalen Milrow. I think I read something. He's completed 55% of his passes over yes, 20. Yeah. Like, that's that's insane. Ridiculous. They rank, I'm pretty sure they rank top five in the country in passes yeah. throwing 20 yards downfield. Yep. Um, I think sure. I think Georgia's going to sell out to stop that. Like, and I, I I really do think Georgia's secondary is is just as good as as any, like including Alabama's. And I think they're going to sell out. To me, it's going to come down to the QB run game and how the many different looks Alabama can give them in, in that way. And can Jalen Milrow take what's given to him? Like, if if that home run's taken away, can can he just be smart with the football and, and take it? I'm going to pick Alabama to win this game. Like my heart. My head says Georgia because I still have my doubts about Miro a little bit, but they they've been put to ease, and and I really do think the, the what Georgia Tech did, and they're a lot they're a much better team than they've been in years. That like, but it's not even comparable to the talent Alabama has, and like I think Tommy Reese can draw some stuff up. Give me Alabama thirty four to thirty to to win the game. I, I think it's going to be a good game throughout. I, I think Jalen Milrow will make the plays to win it, and I think the defense will come up with a stop to win the game. Jackson, I got a question. All right, I got a huge question actually. I got so an you, you brought up Georgia Tech on the rushing attacks of what they did to uh, Georgia's defense. Sure. All right, I feel like in this game, Georgia's obviously a very rushing heavy attack team as well. Obviously, we got the passing game with Carson Beck. You know, Auburn ran for two hundred and forty-four yards on Alabama last week. Auburn ran for well, they ran for 230 plus on Georgia too. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I'm just saying, but we're you I don't know. According to y'all, their defense is a heck of a lot better than ours. Yeah, I'm about to say very yeah, comparable. Who, who's whose defense? Y'all yards on you. And it's like this not to be it's like, like the difference ain't that big. Yes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like what? What is? But with, but with that being said, we're not going to sit here and deny what Bama did in the second half against LSU, right? right. And if we're going to bring Auburn into the conversation, we need to talk about what they did against the number one offense in the country too. Let's talk about oh, that. Oh man! Also, Georgia does. Georgia, does, Georgia wishes they had Dallas Turner. Georgia doesn't have Dallas. Uh, he only missed like the last half of the fourth quarter. Really? Yes. Mm. I mean, also, LSU, Dallas Turner is going to be a, a huge X factor in this game, like. You're saying I, Georgia's Pat Dallas Turner. Dallas Turner. Okay. Like Georgia doesn't have that type of pass rusher. I think that's the big difference. Is I we think don't. Alabama has that those kind of pass rushers. That that's where I think the difference is. And I, I don't think Georgia has played that kind of pass rush all year long. Because no. they're gonna get after oh, the yeah, quarterback. Uh, I don't I don't think, yeah. And then and then if you want to talk about it, I mean Bama's been battle tested. When has Georgia been battle tested all year? Mm. When, when has Georgia been battle tested all year? Last week, I'm not gonna say last week. Last week was Jason. I think last week was just a Georgia hasn't right. been battle tested oh, all year long. Oh, don't you do this? Don't you settle down for this mess? No, we've been battle tested against a team like Auburn in the start. No, but I but I wouldn't bring up I wouldn't bring up the Georgia Tech game. I really don't even I, think we I'm, were really I'm trying to mess with you there. But yeah, no, I so I, I didn't know who said it. I didn't know if it was you or Torres. It, it I was, was like, are you serious? Okay, all right. I was gonna say I don't really no, think in, that. in a high in say, a high stakes game. He's against right. A good, he's right. Team, he's right. Bama oh. has shown resilience, 
And Bama has Auburn, played dude. all four quarters and come back in the second half to win games. When has Georgia yeah, had Auburn and Missouri. Missouri came there right there toward the end, whether, whether you believe it or not. Auburn did too. Auburn had my butthole clinched the whole goddamn time. Like that 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 game that game was like same, are we really brother. going to lose this. Same, you know brother. what I'm saying? So like I mean, I'm saying we, we shared this in common. I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think you could you could really I know you'd hate to say it, but I mean Comparing Missouri and LSU, I'm not gonna say they have the same. I'm not gonna say they have the same offense because I mean, obviously, Jane Daniels is gonna be the Heisman winner. If they, LSU they, has any semblance, of they are a higher ranked team. They have a better defense. They have a more balanced team, and we did. It was a tough game. Like that one came. Who has a more game. balanced team? Missouri. LSU beat Missouri. Did LSU not win a head to head? I thought head to head mattered here. Whether they're more balanced or not, they still lost. What does that have to do with it? More balance. What does more balance mean? He's right. They are more. What is more? Who can who can explain to me? My point is, Bama has played a better. Bama has played a better offense than Georgia, and they shut them out the entire second half. That's my point. More balanced team. What does more balanced team mean? Entire second half, not the entire second half. They let them score. I have never seen somebody carry water for a team that almost lost to Middle Tennessee State the way y'all do with Missouri. I'm I back Missouri, bro. I'm back. <laughs> They've been hyping Missouri all year now. I just I like Missouri. Hey, a committee must think something right. They're the number nine ranked team. I, I don't think the committee, the committee also ranks Tennessee, who's only good wins against UTSA and has four uh, losses. Yeah. Well Tennessee, well, Tennessee is eight and four. I mean, the team behind them ain't doing no. What Clemson still ranked? Man, ain't nobody Clemson would Clemson would beat Just Tennessee by double digits. Just because you're ranked at the bottom end don't really mean much, bro. How about to say, I'm not about to say like are we sitting here counting the bikini for the country or something by putting? I'm about to say somebody got to be twenty five. Somebody got to get. But Tennessee stinks. Like they are not a top twenty five level team. I'm, am I bragging about beating Tennessee? Well, you did count it as a break. Y'all brag. Y'all brag. Oh, said, no, Kobe, 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 you brag y'all bragged about, about beating Kentucky. We now. came back. Come on now. Y'all bragged about beating Kentucky. Kentucky's only four. Hey, hold on. Where did they play that Tennessee Kentucky game? Kentucky had four wins. Hey, listen, listen, listen. Y'all say Kentucky was a ranked win at the time. That's great. It was. Their only good win was Florida. They beat Eastern Michigan, Ball State, whoever else. And. And the Warner Robins High School Junior Varsity team. And good thing they were ranked, though. You still counting that? They were ranked. That's how committee count. I'm sorry. They were ranked beating Ball State, Eastern Michigan, Middleton. It don't matter. Yes, they're ranked when they're the only good team. The only Power Five team they played was Florida, and Florida sucks. Okay, that's not that's not us ranking them, bro. That we don't want to rank them. That's so that's so that's our point. You just sat here and said. Apparently, the committee sees something good about Missouri. I'm guessing the AP polls saw something good about Kentucky whooping up on Ball State in Eastern Michigan hey, to have them ranked so Georgia can say they got a ranked win against no, Kentucky. No, that ain't even why. That's not – you know that's here. not it. I'm about to say, you know Get out of here. That was like a hype thing going into that game. What was that, like a 7 p.m. Sorry because they ran the ball 300 yards on Florida. Y'all thought that that was just going to be a hype game going uh, on I'm Georgia. I'm just saying what the media was. They're Florida was right, and they beat them. Florida is 5-7, and seven, brother. 
Tyler was Tyler was the one that said in the preseason oh, preview Florida was going to be the worst team in the in SEC. It. Hey, and I agree. I knew Florida was going to be bad. I didn't think it was going to be the worst team, but I knew so. Kentucky's bad. only hype going into that game was beating the worst team in the SEC, predicted by Tyler. But what? Yeah, but they weren't. And y'all are counting that as wrong. a great win. Listen, but it what? Still Vanderbilt. They beat Tennessee. Tennessee was ranked number eleven. Florida beat them. Then won another game, and then Kentucky beat Florida because Florida was ranked. It just ranked teams beating each other. All that's all it was. What? It's nothing. It's literally nothing we're doing. If you beat a ranked team, then you become ranked. I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the argument you, at this point. They become ranked. You know how this. I don't even know why we're making this up. This y'all session. are talking about. You all right, y'all are talking playing. about Missouri being more balanced. My point was Alabama has been battle tested. They've played better offenses. They've sat there and shown resilience whenever you're going to. So they played LSU. Resilience. That's the be- that's the one better offense. Is that what we're saying? The one better offense Texas, that is okay, the best Texas, offense in that. the country and shut them out. LSU, Texas. LSU, Texas. I'll give you that. LSU, Texas. Bama has been battle tested. I don't think Georgia has. So if it comes down to a close game, all I'm saying is what's what is the, what is the definition is of battle tested? A close game that you win in the end. When Georgia or when Alabama goes down, what? How many points against Tennessee? And Do you know that Georgia goes down in every game? Do you know that Georgia has been, like, losing at some point in just about every freaking game we played? So, yeah, so I, I want y'all just sat here and – I'm just saying, like, we, we literally go down early. Competition. Every oh, – Wait a minute, Kobe. So, because you, you went back about being down when we do it every goddamn game. Y'all, say, y'all sat there and said, whenever you need to show up, y'all show up, but y'all play down to the level of competition when you don't need to show up. So wait a minute, you're saying being down twenty to seven at halftime against Tennessee at home is being battle tested? Because y'all wait yes, a minute, you're down what two scores? Well, how you gonna bring up us bringing up Missouri when you're down in Tennessee? I, like, how are you gonna consider that? Because battle? Tennessee is twenty one. The they should be the there. only reason, the only reason Missouri got brought up was because I sat there and said LSU. Tyler wanted to make the argument that Missouri was more balanced than LSU. It doesn't matter. LSU uh, still beat Missouri. LSU still the better team. Yes, Missouri, Missouri didn't beat, but I'm saying, but what he meant by overall balance from Jackson Bad, everybody more complete than LSU. I give you that. Like LSU, look, look, LSU, I'm not comparing them to 2019 at all. But you remember the 2019 with Joe, Joe Burrow and all those boys. All right. Even in that 2019 team, that defense was not good. But their offense triumphed their defense so big. It was triumph so big. Dude, don't you give me that look. That's how I like the offense. It wasn't that good. I mean, defense. It wasn't that good. I'm not going to sit here and just act like they didn't have three first rounders all over their defense. Like their entire uh, roster didn't go to the league. Bro, they gave up 40 points to uh, who they gave up 40 points to? I can actually go look it up right now. They gave up 40 points to somebody. Sorry. Like, that's just how it, like, literally the same thing with LSU. LSU this year was a really good team, but that offense triumphed their defense so much. You literally, if you didn't stop LSU on one drive, you're probably going to lose the game. That's how good LSU is. Even though a more balanced team like Missouri is a lot more balanced, they still lost to that same LSU team. Okay. That's just like saying USC. USC offense is so magnificent. All right? They ain't got no defense, but yet they were beating some That's not balanced. That's not it's bad. not about that. They're not balanced. That's all. That's the difference. That's all That's he all said. we're saying, Cody, that is that they have an offense and a defense. If an offense is bad. We know LSU has the best offense. We know Alabama beat. We understand We know Jaden Daniels is going to win the Heisman. We understand. Yes. yes. But, but we understand not- also that they are a funnel on defense. My entire point is, is that Alabama has been battle-tested, has shown to be able to come back, 
down multiple scores to what we thought was really good offenses. LSU was the best offense. All I'm saying that is whenever you get into a dog fight, like a game against Georgia, which is going to be a dog fight, I like Alabama's resiliency that they've shown this year over what I've seen from Georgia this year. That's all I'm saying. All right. All right. There you go. That LSU 2019 LSU team gave up 38 points to Vandy that year. And Vandy was awful there. I'm just saying, that's just a little bring up. Just but I, that's all I'm point. saying. Their defense wasn't that good in 2019 but because their offense triumphed how good. They gave up 37 to old men. That defense wasn't near as bad as LSU's defense this year. I'll agree with it. They had that. multiple first-rounders on that defense. They were not yeah. that bad. But when, you, like I'm saying, when you have an offense of that magnitude, sometimes you get – sometimes the defense get lost in the, in the, in the dust. You know, we've seen with years with going to the NFL with the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, people talk about Mahomes, and they would say, well, the Chiefs ain't got no defense. Well, because the defense has to be on the field a lot more when your offense is racking up points left and right just like that so fast up and down the field. It's hard. You know, we play defense. It's hard to be on that field over and over again, over and over and over again. That, that makes a difference. And you I feel like a little bit not and, LSU. And, we, and we've seen it before, yes, but this LSU defense is just – It's bad. It's, it's bad. bad. It's bad. It's bad. Jackson, anything from what we, <laughs> we had to let the hey, y'all knew this conversation was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why I said I'm going to be brief. I, I gave my reasonings. I said why I did. thought Alabama was going to win. Look, there you go. And if that they don't, it. you know what? It's my okay. team didn't lose. Yeah, there you go. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I, yeah, I think it'll be a very good game. All right, can we do this? I hope it's not. My my big – all right, so put it this way. Just just my final piece about it. I hope Alabama wins, but I hope Georgia still makes the playoffs, and I think they should still make the playoffs, even if they lose. Win or lose this weekend, Georgia should still make the playoffs. Thank you, Kobe. I appreciate that, but I doubt it's going to do anything for us. That's true. Hey, we love love you, Charlie. Then again, I hope it just don't get to that point, but I do appreciate that. Well, can I ask this then from everybody? Who do y'all think prediction-wise – Final four at the end of the season. Who is it going to be? I mean, at the Jackson, end of the season. Jackson, go ahead. Well, just based on who I picked as winners, I think it'll be Michigan, Oregon, Alabama, and Texas. Mm. Maybe you flop Texas and Alabama. Texas is three, Alabama's four because of the head-to-head. But I think those will be the final four when it's all said and done. So you said Michigan, Oregon, Alabama, Texas. All right. Yeah. So you're, you're banking on FSU to lose, right? Yeah, I picked Louisville. Sorry. Yeah, I guess since I picked uh, Florida State to win, they're automatically number four. Um, I would assume they would keep them at four, even in that situation. I don't know. I don't know how they would do it. But um, I'll say Georgia, Michigan, Oregon. I don't know. Do you all think if Oregon won – and Florida State won. Do you think they would let Oregon jump Florida State? No, no. I, they should. Well, I think they. they I think they should. I, I don't know. I'll go with that. Why? Because Florida State proved that they can go undefeated even without their starting quarterback. They'll let Florida I, State in the playoff. Oregon will be number three. Yeah, that's I what think I think. Florida State, would Georgia, Michigan, Oregon, Florida State. That's my favorite. I think with Oregon, I do see your point. Uh, I do see your point about Oregon being number three. But I think beating that team, I've, I've said this multiple times, beating a team that has already beaten you. You know, basically, you're technically you're nullified. You're, you're nullified. Yeah, so you're technically undefeated when you're really not, but you're undefeated because you beat the team that already beat you. So 
getting that win back. That's why I had made a case about well, selfishly. I would love to face Florida State in the first round. Exactly. <laughs> That's why I made a case about Texas against uh, Oklahoma State. Um, that, but then again, they didn't do that with TCU last year, right? TCU. That's right. But TCU had already beaten Kansas State. But That's just different circumstances. A lot of different circumstances. Just to it wrap was. it up, I think it's going to end up being Michigan, Oregon, Texas, Alabama. Michigan. I think Texas and Oregon in the first round and then Alabama and Michigan in the first round. I think that would be great. All right. My final four would be Georgia, Michigan, um, Florida State, and Oregon. Um, yeah, I think we'll, I, I had already said I don't think a Michigan-Florida State game is going to be that nice to watch. Um, but I could be easily surprised because everybody thought Michigan was going to run through TCU last year. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we'll see. Can't wait. All right. Well, you get played on the field, baby. Uh, yeah. so, All right, so I guess say, guys, we meet up same time next week. Maybe so. We'll see. I don't know. It depends on the circumstances. <laughs> it's going to depend who wins or loses this weekend. Look, right? we ain't no way. Look, we're at 29. Who has ever won 30 straight games? The last team I knew to get this close was USC. USC when they had Reggie Bush and all of them. USC and Miami. If we're talking about if we're talking about historic trends, Nick Saban is seven and zero in Atlanta and Mercedes Benz Stadium, and I'll let you guess how many of those wins came from Georgia in that very same stadium. There's three, right? Yep. Yeah, I think it was three. Yep. Yeah, I had to hear the Well, everything comes to an end at some point. Yeah. Whether it be the win streak or the you know. One of the others is going, one of them's going down. So we'll see how it goes. What's better than 29? Yeah, I, I hope so. Get it, baby. I hope you're right. I had a good dream last night. So hopefully, hopefully it'll go that way. We'll see. <laughs> All righty, fellas. It's always been a pleasure. We we appreciate y'all having us on. Sorry, guys, we went over, we went a little long, but this is an action-packed weekend of college yeah. football. I mean, this is this is what we live for. We we love talking about this. We love this game. And these are the type of weekends that we're going to be on the edge of our seat all day long on Saturday. Uh, I'm pretty sure one of the games is on Friday night. Oregon and Washington's Friday Oregon night. Oregon Washington, yeah. Yep. yeah so there's going to be a good 48-hour span. There's going to be a lot to take in. Uh, we're probably going to have to get this reunion going at some point before the playoffs start. But it was great. It was great of y'all to have us. We're very grateful. And as a, as always, it's a pleasure to talk football with you guys. Let's All right. Yes, sir. Same to you. All right. Thank y'all for listening. As always, we'll see you next time. Bon, bon.